Hey, yo, Z. What are we doing today? The same thing we do every Friday night. That's right. We're going to try to take over the world. That's right. This is the podcast. Our views will kill you. I am your host, the man you may know as Z. And I am joined by an absolutely super special guest. He's the most educated person we know in the entire universe because he has a doctorate from Ork University, one of our bestest members. It is Doc. The Doc Doc. Do we call you Doc Doc? What's up, Doc? What up? What up? How's it going, fam? That's right. Look at that. Whoever thought you would get to see Doc's face in real, well, real life. Is this real life? Is this a fantasy? I don't know. How about you? <laughs> That's right. We're going to have a party tonight, folks. It's going to be a good time. If uh, you have questions that Doc needs to answer, make sure you light him up in the chat because he's watching the chat. He's fact-checking me. I'm going to ask him some fun questions. So we've got Ron Cold out there, too. Good to see some of the fam out there. Apparently, he wants to know how you're doing, Nancy. I'm good. Uh, so let's see what is on today's show because I seem to actually forget. I'm not even sure what's on today's show, even though I wrote it. Let's see if I can read any of this. This is extremely difficult to read here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Jared Leto being the first person to ever scale the Empire State Building and then immediately fall down. But don't worry, he's still alive. The Pope forcibly taking people out. We'll find out more about that. Coyote versus Acme is still a thing. I didn't even know it was a thing, but it's still a thing. Slipknot fires <laughs> a drummer of a very specific racial type. Uh, there are lost Doctor Who episodes. Who knew that there were lost episodes? Not me. Avengers Kang Dynasty loses a director and probably a writer and is probably not going to be called Kang's Dynasty anymore. But we'll talk more about that. Netflix upsets some people because they canceled five shows at the same time. Shocker. Disney's CEO reveals Frozen 4. I didn't even know there was a Frozen 3. Is that what I, is that supposed to be Frozen 3? You should probably check, check that. <laughs> Whoops. I mean, no, wait, there's a Frozen 1. There's definitely Frozen 2. What's the one they kiss well, in? Unless they consider all the, um, the like, the Christmas specials and stuff. Oh, I don't part. know. That's possible. That is possible. But, uh, uh, there is a man sending oh. his DNA to space. What were you going to say, Doc? My bad, yeah. Uh, Frozen 3 is in the works as of February 20. 2023 so it's not frozen for okay and uh that's interesting so typo for me sailors made a heavy metal playlist to take out some orcas that'll be interesting we're gonna get in and out on madam web and then for reviews i watched a lot of stuff i don't know if doc watched any of it but i watched loki season two i watched the killer on netflix i watched onimusha and i also went and saw and nope, the Marvels. So you saw none of them. That's all right, Doc. You can find out budgets and other such fun things. So, yes, we have quite a show for everybody out there. I see Mr. M. Yeah, what happened to Noob Noob? <laughs> Noob Noob shaved his head. 
He got deported and now is called Doc. <laughs> I don't think Mr. M's going to be able to. Uh <laughs> Uh-oh, Noob Noob's in the chat. <laughs> He's out there, too. Oh, hey, boy. Look at that. Must be a cowboy fan hating. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I think. I didn't know that you have phones in prison overseas. <laughs> well, he's, he must have made his escape as he got deported for uh, doing naughty things. Let's get to a little housekeeping out there. By the way, does everything sound okay as far as people are? I don't hear any complaints in the chat, so I'm going to assume that we're doing okay. Uh, we we did a handful of things, and I hope you got a chance to vote because uh, while I was in the theaters, and I wish you could see these these pictures a little bit better. You have uh, we had a pick your poison day. I picked a poison by going to see the Marvels, and you had your choice of going to see the Marvels, going to see the Taylor Swift movie, or checking out the spoiler in a box. Which did you vote for, Doc? I voted for Call of Duty Zombies. Oh my gosh. Oh, look who it is. Wiser's out there too. Oh, snaps. Yeah, I don't know. Deals. What is Noob Noob saying out there? Noob Noob looks like a big white person. <laughs> he says, a big white prison boy named Bubba, oh. but sounds like a tiny Mexican who sucked down some helium and a man oh, named Pedro. Manches. Oh my gosh. <laughs> drawing from specific history. Oh, geez. So one of the perks of being a member of our little universe here, the Orc universe, is Just those you get to join and hang out with us, right? That's a pretty big perk. You get to take the noob noob chair. What do you think, Doc? Hey, you like I told you earlier, it's my first time since I was a little child, so kind of <laughs> nervous, but it's all good. No worries. Don't worry about anything. Daddy's got you today. So uh, the votes were in, and it looks like more people would rather see the the Marvels. Taylor Swift came in real low. She came in at 10%. The Marvels at 55%. And spoiler in a box was 35%. Yeah, the popcorn counter was offering spoilers. It's pretty funny. Mm. I am once again proving that this show does not run on Noob Noob. <laughs> What else did we do? I I did a final review of the uh, of the final episode of Loki season two, episode six, and you kind of have two camps, and I'll get into it a little bit later when I do my full review. But people are either in the "this is the greatest thing that ever happened to Marvel," or I wasted my time watching this entire season, and I don't understand why I watched it. So it's a little tough, little tough. I also did, we talked about a controversy with Yakuza, which did pretty good. For those of you who don't know, there's a, a long-running game called Yakuza. I think the newest one is called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Well, a YouTuber named Young Yeah, he sounds just like Young Yeah, uh, plays the title character. And it's got people in an uproar because they don't like this guy. Essentially, the lead character in... Yakuza is 52, and Yang Ya, I believe, is 29, and he sounds like a white man, and people don't seem to appreciate that. 
So we we play a little bit of the audio. Uh, you uh, the series is not no. I saw a thing. So Noob Noob is saying that the series is called Like a Dragon instead of Yakuza. I saw a a thing for it that said Yakuza colon Like a Dragon. Perhaps you should settle that dispute there, Doc. Um, we don't know what it's called. Could but I will called- tell you right now, there's likely will not be a season three Loki, by the way. Oh, well, based on the ending, there's there's probably yeah. not going to be a season three Loki. I also do my usual review of Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick. And uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty good so far. This season is better than the previous two seasons. I give my reasons why, which you will like see. In the, the Yokulo Like a Dragon is a video game. Yeah, that but is, it, is he's saying that the whole thing got retitled to Like a Dragon. I'm saying that it's Yakuza colon Like a Dragon. <laughs> Wiser's asking, is like, do you know anything about what's going on? <laughs> Wiser. Uh, you too could join us, Wiser. All you got to do is become a member, help support the team. As a, uh, one of my previous cutout, what do you have an update? Yeah, it's like a dragon. Oh, it's been renamed like a dragon. Well, I guess I stand corrected as I have never played a single Yakuza game my entire life. I heard the mini games have big budgets. So inside joke for, for some of you people out there, if you like the big budgets, yeah, uh, I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm okay with that. I, I'm fully confident. Uh, and then I did a full review of, not a full review of the Marvels, because I didn't break it down by plot or scene or anything like that, but I did talk about it. Man, not a lot of people, but a couple people were mad at me about my 10-second review, which I told them, watch my full review where I tell you to watch the movie. It's hilarious. It's so bad it could be good you will most likely enjoy shouting at it like I did at the theater and nearly got thrown out for being too loud, but it was still enjoyable because it was terrible, like barely a movie. So that's what I, what else do I, is that all I got? I think that's all I got. Oh no, I forgot this one. And we'll get into it as we get in and out. We've got some hot girl spider action. You know, right on the tail of the success of the Marvels, you know, doing the worst Marvels opening ever, starring three female action heroes that nobody knows who they are. Sony decided to release a movie with even more female action heroes that nobody knows who they are. What a smart move, Sony. So you've got some, you know, hot chicks who were all I, I discuss how they were they got their success from their large budgets that they share with people on screen. So. It depends on how you feel about it. I think they're more attractive than the girls from Marvel, so maybe they have a leg up. You know? <laughs> Noob Noob agrees. He says these girls are hotter. So maybe there's hope for this movie. But it's already become a meme just like Morbius. So it's not quite... Oh, God. It's not quite Morbin time, but it is close. It's like spider hot girl action time. We'll, we'll get into it. Uh, let's, I think, and I think that's the last thing. Yes, that was the last thing we had in housekeeping. How does that sound, Doc? Are you ready to get excited about something else? Yes, sir. All right, we're going to jump. We're going to move our way on. We're going to move on to the news. 
news. Oh, there's supposed to be music playing and a news thing. Where did it go? It disappeared. I don't know. Supposed to be a news gif here, folks. Doesn't matter. It's all good. Uh, Jared Leto becomes the first person to legally climb the top of the Empire State Building. (laughs) I don't understand this guy. He's insane. He said it was a lot harder than I thought it would be. Really? You thought it'd be easy to climb the Empire State Building? And that was his lifelong dream. He's 50. Spider-Man. He's 51 years old, Doc. Do you think you could climb the Empire State Building? Hell no. No, I don't. I I don't think any. I don't even know. I, I can't believe he actually accomplished it. He's trying to promote his band's upcoming world tour. If you didn't know, Jared Leto is not only an Oscar winning actor, but he is the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. And he scaled the east side of the building from floors 86 to 104, a roughly 20 minute hike, nearly 1800 feet up in the air. He didn't scale the whole thing. What a weak sauce. That is pretty weak. I don't like that at all. I think that is fraudulent. He only scaled, how many floors is that? Like 20 floors? That's pretty lame. I, I He says he's also, I think people say he's the head of a cult or something like that. But he's the first person to ever legally climb to the top of the Empire State Building. Shocking. It's a lot harder than it looked. <laughs> Dude, you only did 20, 20 floors, bro. That's weak sauce. It, he has a upcoming seasons world tour. I guess they have a new album. I'm not entirely sure. I have not listened to um, 30 seconds to Mars in quite a while. It's been a, been a while, but if you are watching the podcast, you can see some images of this where he, he you know, he's got his normal Jesus look and he's like, I'm a cool guy. I'm just doing my thing. It's incredible to watch the sunrise overlooking the city. That's meant so much to me. Ever since I was a kid, New York stood for the place that you went to make your dreams come true. And bl- yeah, I don't care. And I love the climb. I'm pretty sure he was, uh, if I remember correctly, he was out in the wilderness climbing like mountains when uh, <clears throat> the virus of unspecified origin came out. And he, when he came back, he had no idea that everybody was locked in their houses and such. That is, that is pretty cool pretty crazy i i should have watched the video i did not watch the video i don't know if i care enough i think I'd, i would have watched the video if he would have fell but he didn't so i didn't watch it so do you think that's an accomplishment there doc are you excited by jared leto nope nope <laughs> do you even know who jared leto is he's an actor do you can you name a movie without looking it up that he's been in the one that he just starred in Okay, name that film. Any film that he was in. Could be anything. <laughs> you're looking it up now. You're cheating. <laughs> All right, he was. He won an award. I'm pretty sure he won his Academy Award for Dallas Buyers Club. And he was in such films as, what is that, Blade Runner 2056? He's also a musician. Or a musician. My I, bad. I said that. You did. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. Oh, he's on Morbius, Suicide Squad. That's right. There you go. He Remember, he played the Jared Leto Joker. How could you not remember? He's Jared Leto Joker. There's only one Joker I believe in. Oh, which one, which one is that? 
Which Joker rest, is your Joker? The rest in peace. Yeah, Heath, he, whatever his name was. Yeah. <laughs> Heath yeah. Ledger? Yeah, there you go. Rest in pickles, Heath. Heath Ledger. Uh, well, we'll go from a story about a man removing himself to the top of a building to the woke Pope removing somebody, this time forcibly. Pope Francis, the woke Pope, and the o- there's only one reason why I picked this story is because he forcibly removed someone. <laughs> what did you? Uh oh, uh, noob noob is accusing you of drinking a, a forbidden drink there, Doc. Did you see what he accused you of drinking? It's Pepsi. It's not. It's not Bud Light. <laughs> he said you drink Bud Light. Um. And I figured Noob Noob would like this story because it's about uh, the Pope forcibly removing someone. I don't even know why he removed this bishop. And then, like, what does that mean? You get relieved of duty? Like, are you some sort of commander? Is he like the commander in chief of all these uh, these people? I, I don't. I don't know. What did he say? Is he got removed for? Da, 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 da. It said it gave the ouster was his refusal to implement Francis's 2021 restrictions on celebrating the old Latin mass. That seems like a, a stipulation. That doesn't seem like a, like, uh, like the smoking gun. Ah, Ron Cold is saying the best Joker was Jack Nicholson. So I think there can be an argument made for that. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. I agree with them, but for the, um, the remake, it has to be the rest in peace. I think it depends on what flavor of Joker you like. And the bad guy from Deadpool is Pope. Is the Pope, Pope Francis. I, I agree. Uh, so there's the woke Pope getting forcible with people. But on to more, like, more interesting news. So I think everybody knows the Coyote from Warner Brothers, right? The Coyote versus the Roadrunner. That guy who's he spends an awful lot. He must be a trust fund baby because he buys an awful lot of stuff from Acme. Well, apparently there was a live action Coyote versus Acme film. Who knew? I I I, didn't, I don't even know. I heard about this, but they pulled a bat a Batwoman on this or Batgirl. They they threw it in the bin, and it was filmed with John with John Cena and Will Forte starred in this movie, and they threw it in the scrap heap and had it as a tax write off. It was a $70 million project completed in New Mexico in 2022 and set to stream. Uh, James Gunn apparently was also uh, produced the feature and they scrapped it. That's pretty crazy. Well, now they're selling it. It's being shopped to other people. I heard good things about this, that this was actually a pretty good movie that got that got uh, scrapped. So uh, Warner Brothers is allowing it to be picked up. Somebody might actually release this. Does that mean Batgirl could potentially be picked up? Is that a possibility? I would be shocked. They are saying the film is comparable to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, if you're familiar with that classic movie. That's a great one. Another yep. What up there, insult investor? (laughs) Yes, Noob Noob has been canceled and deported. He was too busy to do his job. Yeah, so they're saying there's also an animated movie. Uh, Scoob Holiday Haunt was written off for a tax write-off. 
as with Batgirl. So we'll see. Maybe they can bring those back into the fold. I don't know. That'll be pretty interesting. Uh, speaking of being canceled, Doc, what do you know about Slipknot and their drummers that they like to get rid of? Do you know who Slipknot is? Yeah, I know who they are, yeah. Can you name a Slipknot song without looking it up on your phone? No, sir. Not a single... (laughs) I'm honest as I can be. Shit. No, sir. Okay, so... uh, Oh, Insult Investor saw Slipknot at OzFest. I also saw Slipknot, but not at OzFest. I saw Slipknot, and I lost my shoe in the pit. And <laughs> Insult Investor cannot remember a song either. I think their biggest hit is called Wait and Bleed. And there's probably another song called Psycho Social. I saw them and I saw uh, Mudvayne before Mudvayne was famous. And uh, they were the opening act for Slipknot. And nobody really, they were like, oh, this band was kind of cool. And nobody knew who they were. Mr. M's kid is watching the animated motion picture Barbie Spy Squad. <laughs> when can we do a 10 second review of that modern masterpiece? We'll see. Maybe I could. Oh, happy is a song by Mudvayne. Yes. Mudvayne also has dig. That's a good song. Dig. Bury me. Yes. That's the, the Bert Bert brat song. I think they call it. Uh, apparently the coyote was a genius, but had no common sense. Kind of like Sheldon from the big bang theory. Yes. The coyote. What he would go to great lengths to get that road runner. He never got that dinner. Maybe he will get that dinner in the movie. Who knows? Quit messing with my uh, Zoom there, Doc. I don't know what you're doing. Um, so anyway, Slipknot loses. I feel like half the band is drummers. So why can't they just pick another guy? When I saw Slipknot, there was at least three or four guys just banging on cans. So I have no idea. But apparently they, they, they got rid of Jay Weinberg. Do you know who Jay Weinberg is, Doc? I'm going to bet you I'm- don't. Jay Weinberg. Bing, bong, bing, bong. He is the son of Bruce Springsteen and E Street Band drummer Max Weinberg. And they just, after 10 years, they got rid of him. And apparently he didn't even know that they're going to do it. He said he was heartbroken and blindsided to receive a phone call on, the no- on November 5th, the news of which most of you learned shortly after. He's been, he, I don't know why they just said they were going to part ways with him. Their original drummer left in 2013. I can't believe this dude's been with them for 10 years and they're just like, get out of here. You get out of here. You bum, you damn bum. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. And sold investor actually got one of Slipknot signatures. <laughs> F Ticketmaster. You got you got a Slipknot? Like, who did you get? Which guy? The spiky face guy? The weird, uh, you know, pick the clown guy? I think he left the band a, long, a couple years ago, too. I don't even know. They're like, they're at this point, they're almost Guar, where they just have nothing to contribute. You know, they just, uh, they just they're just like this, like, goofy band, and the, the singer just kind of keeps dragging them along. They have nine past members. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like an ensemble, right? There's like 20 people in the band and then they get rid of people. 
Oh, apparently uh, one of the bass players died. Uh, per- one of the per- oh, two people died. I guess I don't know. It seems like a lot of people die in that band. The one with the gas mask at the time. I wonder if you could even figure out who that was. Like, is that guy dead? He's probably dead. Insult investor. You could have had an artifact and you lost it. But Kesara, Sarah. And so they lost a drummer, but you know what's been found? Dr. Joey- who? <laughs> Say that again, Doc. Go ahead. One of the drummers died in 2021. Jeez. Joey Jordison. He's the original drummer. I thought he just left the then, band. I didn't think he died. Then we had Paul Gray, who died in 2010. He was a backup um, bass vocals. Okay, bass player. Uh-huh. And vocals. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then uh Josh Garn. What's that? Brainard? <laughs> okay. Josh Brainard. Uh-huh. He died of what? Anything? He yeah, he left in ninety nine. So yeah, only two people have died. Well, I mean, that's more people that have died in that band than any band I've ever been in. So that's a lot of people. <laughs> One <laughs> of they're poisoning them with their music. Just kidding, Slipknot fans. Uh, but I don't think a, the original still with them. The original what? The original startup band. Oh, you think the ri- that the original people who formed it aren't there? I I don't think yeah. the, even the lead singer is the original singer. I think they had a different singer. That guy Corey, whatever his name is. He might as well be the lead singer of Creed. I can't remember what's his other band. It's not Alter Corey Bridge. Street. He's in some other band. I don't care. Corey something. Uh, What's the Corey guy's Bone, name? Bone Sour. Bone Sour. What? Stone Sour. Oh, that's his other band. Yeah. Corey something yeah. or other. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Doctor Who and somebody won't hand them over. They found lost episodes of Doctor Who. Where did they put them? I don't know. Amateur sleuths in Britain have found two missing episodes from the long running sci-fi TV series doctor who but they are not willing to return them to the bbc as the show celebrates its 60th anniversary this month the film collectors fear their treasures will be confiscated by the british broadcaster and they will face prosecution said a film historian who said he knows where the missing footage is the early episodes both feature the first doctor william hartnell an english actor who portrayed the doctor from 1963 to 66 who knew I'm sure those are pretty valuable. Why don't they just pay them for it? And then they can't prosecute them. Uh, Mr. M wants to talk about Slipknot. He says, wait and bleed is the only (laughs) Slipknot song I'm aware of existing. Carson Daly played it for him at the musical television channel when he was just a, but a wee lad. And Soul Investor says DJ Sid Wilson's mask was ever changing, frequently altering from album to album. But his was first a simple gas mask. A basic but futuristic look. And you met him in 97. Is he still alive? That's the real question. <laughs> Did they borrow that gas mask from Doctor Who? Probably. I think that's definitely possible. Uh, the discarded TV footage was secretly salvaged from the BBC's garbage cans by staff and freelancers between the late 1960s and 1978. This reminds me of that that hidden, uh, what is it, the lost episode of Sesame Street that's too scary for children because it had the Wicked Witch on it. It's very scary. So maybe these are also too scary for children. 
Maybe we'll never find out because the collectors are, uh, they're very scared. And I, I mean, I guess people would want to watch that. I'm sure people would want to watch that. And yes, the man from Slipknot is still alive. So good for, good for you. Good for you, dude from Slipknot. Is he still in the band? That's like coin flip, right? He could be replaced <laughs> by now. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Uh, speaking of losing people who aren't part of the band anymore, what about that Kang? When we was Kangs, baby. When we was Kangs, we had a full Kang, but Destin Daniel Cretton, the Shang-Chi filmmaker, he left Kang Dynasty, probably because it's not going to have any Kangs in it. But he is staying around for Wonder Man because anyone wants to see that. And yes, the man is still in the band. Good for him. He's a survivor. He's got the eye of the tiger. But uh, Daniel Denton is no longer going to be the director of Avengers Kang Dynasty. They also lost Jeff Loveness, the writer of Quanta Ant-Man Quantumania. He po- he penned a draft of the movie, and they're, they they trashed that too. And there's even a rumor that Jeff Loveness, who's a terrible writer, is uh, no longer employed by Marvel. Shocking. For those of you who aren't aware, Jonathan Majors is a, uh, what would you call him? In big trouble is what you would call him. So they're probably trying to move on from him. What about directing? I'm still waiting for them to direct Shang-Chi and the Legend of the 20 Rings. You know, Shang-Chi 2, because I remember what happened in that movie. They said there'd be a sequel, and I haven't heard anything about it. Do you remember there being a sequel for that movie, Doc? That's a joke. There's never going to be a sequel sequel of Shang-Chi. It didn't make any money. Where would they even go? Like, <laughs> there's nowhere to go with that movie. That movie was, that was part of that mysterious phase of what was it? Shang-Chi and what's the Scarlet Witch movie called? Black Widow and Eternals. All those really terrible movies that no one wants to ever speak of ever again. Do you even, did you watch any of those movies, Doc? The Widow, yeah. The Black Widow, I mean, yeah. Who is the main villain of, of the Black Widow? And I know I'm stumping you intentionally, Doc, because no one remembers who the villain is that unless you remember uh, a woman's head being CGI'd onto a man's body, because that's what the Taskmaster was. They took Olga Kurilenko and CGI'd her head onto a man's body. (laughs) It's pretty terrible. So uh, do I feel bad for this guy losing this? Not so much. I don't think there's a lot going on. Yes, Mel. You, okay, so you're of course changing the subject here, insult investor. But not only is Mel Brooks still alive, did you know they did a hist a sequel to History of the World with Mel Brooks's permission, and he even narrates part of it? I watched and attempted to review some of it, and it was freaking Nick Kroll doing it. He must have some of that sweet, sweet adrenochrome. I am sure he is jacked on that. Ad- on that adrenochrome. He's got to be like 93 years old, easily. Who? Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is a genius, but oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, you don't. It, he's the, the history of the world with, with Nick Kroll soils the good name uh, of one of the most classic movies ever made. 
You might want to up that a little bit. He's 97. He's 97? Oh, my good, good gravy. Holy macaroni. What's that? He's 97 years young, not old. Uh, Insult Investor saying he's 98. I don't know. Either way, that is old. He is, he is, pra- I can't oh, believe yeah. he's still alive. Oh, it's 97 right here. Well, either way, I, I think it's, he's an old, he's old. <laughs> we can all agree and that he's old. Not retired. He's still active. He, I, I'm telling you, he just did something for, uh, was it Hulu? I cannot, re- I think it was Hulu is where History of the he's World a- Part 2 was on. As a remake of Spaceballs. What's a remake of Spaceballs? The Marvels? I'm talking about it. Who's talking about it? Mel Brooks. He's talking about a remake of Spaceballs. Do oh, well, I I don't I don't know yeah. why he would do that. That's too classic. Don't touch that movie. Unless yeah, he's gonna make a, a a spoof of the new Star Wars trilogy, which would be kind of funny if you made fun of it. Yep, it's confirmed by Brooks. That they're searching for more money is in the early development. That's of October of twenty three. I mean, you, God bless the man. You know, he, maybe he he's just talking to a wall. And he's like, "Guess what? We're gonna do Spaceballs three. The search for Spaceballs two. Exactly. That would be the greatest sequel of all time. Spaceballs three. The search for Spaceballs two. I I would be excited to see that. Um. We did talk a little bit about cancellations. Now we're going to talk about Netflix canceling five quote unquote popular shows. If I can get the Daily Mail from the UK to show me the article. Show me the money. Or do I have to search for it again? Oh, there it is. The Daily Mail. Where, which one? Who should I go to? Because they didn't. Dexterto. Let's see if they work. Netflix just canceled five shows and fans aren't happy. If they had more fans, maybe they would still be shows. You have Shadow and Bone. Bone on Bone. Oh, no, I like that guy. Isn't that actor? He's the actor from uh, he's from Punisher Season 2. He played Jigsaw. I like that actor. But uh, if your show sucks, you get it, it gets canceled. Uh, what else did they cancel? They ca- canceled... Uh, Farzar, I watched that. That was kind of silly. I don't know. It, it, it kind of reminded me of Futurama, but uh, I'm trying to think whose voice. I think it was um, Dana. What's his name? It's not Dana Carvey, but the guy who does not me. Well, yeah, he does Master Shake in uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He was one of the voices on Farzar. And what else got canceled? Captain Fall, which I've never heard of. They also canceled, what is it? Agent Elvis, which was a Matthew McConaughey show. So not super excited for any of those things. Because I tried watching Farzar and I made it through like two episodes and was like, yeah, this sucks. So not not Bro, that funny. These are all over the UK, right? Or they're here. What do you mean? The shows are all Netflix shows. It- I never heard of any of them. Shadow and Bone, Agent Elvis, Glamorous. Uh, Glamorous was a Kim Cattrall show. I didn't know that existed either. Well, that's probably why they got canceled. Glamorous, starring Kim Kim Cattrall, followed Marco Maya, a gender non-conforming person who feels like their life is at a standstill. Uh, Well, that's probably why it got canceled. 
<laughs> Shadow bone. I thought my kids called it soaking. I mean, yes, Mr. M. Shadow in bone. Agent Elvis, I tried to watch that too. That had Matthew McConaughey, Priscilla Presley, Caitlin Olson, Don Cheadle, and Nicey Nash and was not also not very funny. So that was kind of like an archer looking show. They were they were animated. So three of the shows were animated and the other shows just suck. I heard Shadow and Bone though just cost too much money. So maybe that's why that got canceled. But you know what'll never get canceled, Doc? Never in our lifetimes. We'll always be letting it go. Because Frozen is the thing that never stops. Frozen is the never stop stopping. Bob Iger says the team is hard at work because we have no original ideas left at Disney. Yeah, it says Frozen 4. What's Frozen 3? A surprise yeah. announcement after they previously confirmed Frozen 3 is in the works. They f- they're doing Frozen 4 <laughs> right on top of it. They're just doubling down uh- with Frozens. Hmm? Are you excited by this? This that not only is Frozen Three coming out, but you have Frozen Four. How many Frozens have you seen, Doc? You saw Frozen One. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, others. Well, so yeah. Nine months after announcing an upcoming third Frozen movie, there will also be a fourth one. I don't. Know. They're real desperate. They are Disney. They're like, please pay attention to us. <laughs> no there isn't there the frozen three hasn't even come out <laughs> at least the main character has has blue eyes okay but uh there will also be a fourth one well that's what so. i'm saying is that they didn't even do three yet three hasn't even been finished and they're already announcing four yes mr m thank you for hanging out catch the rest of it it's gonna be uh either you can catch it on itunes stitcher spotify even rumble and you can replay it at your leisure here on YouTube. So thank you for hanging out with us on the stream. Getting it streamed. I can't mm. believe they announced frozen Four. I, I thought that was a typo and it's, and it's not a typo. That's really pretty sad. Desperate. Yes. They, they, you are correct. They are desperate. They have no original ideas. They're like, we got to recover some of this monies that we are losing. Well, the announcement of Frozen 4 is kind of outrageous, if you ask me. In fact, it's an outrage! Because we're about to get outrageous. Get outrageous. Outrage, get righteous. You know, all those things and more. Waiting for that super chat. Where's Nasty Manny when you need him? But it's an outrage because somebody is going to send their DNA into the moon when they die. $13,000 space Space burials. I mean, that's pretty cheap for a burial. I feel like that might be cheaper than a regular burial. There's a retired physics professor who is planning on having his DNA launched to the southern pole of the moon when he dies so it can be used for cloning. Would you, what what would you prefer, Doc? Would you prefer to go to the moon or just stick you in the ground? Which one? Stick me in the ground. So you can be eaten by trees. Yes, that sir. Sounds acceptable. Yeah, because if you go to the moon, like nothing's going to decompose you. You're just going to be a, a husk out there. <laughs> Insult investor wants to clone these nuts. 
That's a good one. A Ken Ohm, 86, of Bizarre, Kansas, told the New York Times last week that possibilities for his bizarre death wish are endless. Why? If you were cloned, though, you wouldn't even know that you were cloned. He did say, though, it'd be cool if he could be in an intergalactic zoo where his replica is caged as a human specimen. So, sure, dude. Whatever you say. You know, immortality is actually a curse, if you didn't know. It wouldn't be that much fun. if uh, I mean, it depends. Like, I, I, it, it just depends on how you go. Like, if you can even go. Because if you can't go, that would be not that much fun. <laughs> Insult investor is going to build a pyramid to himself so he can have his boat and all of his worldly possessions put inside of it. And then everyone who built the pyramid will go in there with him so they can serve him in the afterlife because he ain't giving it to any little kids. That's for sure. Uh, this guy says, uh, apparently rocket shipping your, your uh, stuff into the space is pretty cheap. You could start at $2,495. And a trip to the lunar surface or deep space is about $13,000, which is slightly over the average New York funeral cost of about $10,000. I think that's a pretty Ooh. solid investment. Yeah, a lot cheaper in LA. It costs forty k to bury it out here. Well, then you should start launching your stuff in space. <laughs> anyone who comes in, well, oh yeah, anyone who goes into uh, <laughs> into insults and investors pyramid, there's going to be spike pits and a large boulder. So be careful. All his stuff is protected. Can you put a curse there too? I'm okay with that. If you put a curse on your tomb, you I think that curse. would be amusing. Did you know Shakespeare's uh, tomb is cursed? Did you know that, Doc? All of them are. What do you mean, all of them? All the tombs are cursed from the early days. I meant like William Shakespeare. It's not that early. It was like the 1600s. I think he died in the 1600s. And it says, uh, do not disturb. He's his. Uh, apparently, it's, it's a headless body that's in there. And it says... Do not disturb his bones, ye be cursed. Something like that. So don't mess with Shakespeare. Uh, and yet another outrage is the war between mankind and orcas. Who will win this battle? This 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 difficult battle between man and nature. Who's got the upper hand? It sounds like orcas have the upper hand right now. But what we do have is a new weapon against the orcas. Sailors unveil their new weapon. They're blasting them with heavy metal. They have a Spotify playlist, and this is not an advertisement for Spotify, although be feel free to subscribe and download the Our Reviews Will Kill You podcast there. It's called Metal for Orcas, and it's been shared by desperate boaters as they attempt to tackle the attacks. If you're not aware, we've been covering this story very closely but orcas have been, uh, I think they've submerged four boats in the past two years. And if you're in the Strait of Gibraltar, so this is a tip for you, insult investor. <laughs> Stay away from the Straits of Gibraltar and, and other areas in the Iberian Peninsula. Experts aren't entirely sure, but they do know that there's a notorious orca dubbed White Gladys. Why should gotta be white? 
taught members of her highly intelligent species how to take revenge after she was involved in a collision with a vessel several years back. They don't know the exact reason, but they've been uh, attacking boats and sinking them. And now they have a heavy metal method of trying to stop them. The headbanging playlist includes songs from The Blood of Power, Infinite Terror, Stretched and Devoured, Dead but Still Alive. I might have to check out that playlist. There have been three vessels sunk since November 7th. Or, I'm sorry, this was written November 7th. Oh, well, uh, Insole Investor says it's more than four. There's probably more than that have actually been reported. Even earlier this month, there was a boat that was attacked and they sunk a yacht. Oh my gosh, a yacht. Now, if you had taken, if an if insult uh, investor had taken the Russian oligarch boat that we had left out for him and he had just declared it, you know, pri- you know, piracy laws and taken it, I doubt they could sink that. So he'd probably be That's safe funny. there. Why are they attacking the boats? Because they're being playful. They're being being playful. Uh, well, the one that this article says that they're, uh, they're the one the ringleader was mad because she got attacked by sailors. She she got hit by a boat years ago, a couple years ago. So now she teaches everybody how to sink boats. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> they should just redesign all the boats and not have a hole <laughs> and hole of the rudder and. Uh, Fix eco warrior propaganda, Doc. That's what he's saying. <laughs> You're an eco warrior propagandist. Oh, uh, now you have to avoid Orca Alley. I don't know how far will what what happens if they come on land. I don't know. Maybe they will start. Uh, you know, maybe they'll raise an army of of uh, dolphins. And you know what they might do is start hurling dolphins at boats. What if he, What if you saw that? That'd be wild. I'd be excited for that. Either way, all of that is an outrage. I am I am outraged. But what I what I'm not is uh, I'm getting in and I am getting out of things. That is what I am doing now. Let's take a look at the ins and outs of uh, Madam Web. Oof! I'm trying not to sneeze. Pineapple, 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 no sneezing. The funniest thing to come out of Madam Web, which I don't I don't know if I'm in on this movie. Would you watch this movie? Did you watch the thing, Doc? Did you watch the trailer? Yeah. Sort of. You ba- you sort of paid attention to it? Yes, sir. That's a good one. Oh, my gosh. What is going on with my uh, my screen keeps blacking out here? It's me. Well, there is a meme that has come out of this. And I think the meme is appropriate. And now that it's a meme movie, means it's going to bomb. But if we're very lucky, maybe we can trick Sony into releasing it twice like they did with Morbius. If you recall, when Morbius bombed, uh, all the fans went on X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it at this point and pleaded with Sony. They were like, I was busy washing my hair. I really need to see the Morbius movie. It's Morbin time. Because all the memes said it made 18 bajillion dollars. It made 3.89 billion dollars at the theaters. Greatest movie of all time. So what they do have now is a meme about it because she says the dumbest line in the in, in the uh, I, I, this is so stupid. So the line goes, uh, she's talking. It's a new template 
for a meme. It's with my mom when she was researching spiders right before yeah. her death. Yeah. So like, here's an image of president Bush being told about nine 11. He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. I mean, that seems pretty accurate. You could literally say that to anybody and it would, it would make sense. Cause isn't that how everybody's mom is? No, I need to un you block origin to, uh, to block what ads? Oh, all ads. I don't know. I, one day, maybe these ads will pay us insult investor. I don't know. I'm not good at internet stuff. I just do things and stuff happens. So I don't know. It's too early to say if the Madam Web meme is the new Morbius meme, but it's pretty darn close. <laughs> Morbius made a morbid dollars. <laughs> a more billion. Actually, uh, what is it? It was 25 million to make. What was? 67, 68 million. What? Morbius? Mor yep. Oh, it costs way more than $25 million to make that movie. That's probably how much it costs just to pay for Jared Leto. And his method acting. I think it costs like 175 million or 200 to make. And it only made like $50 million. A budget of 25 million while finishing theoretical run of 73 million. It's dead. What movie 25. has a $25 million budget with CGI in it, doc? I don't know. I'm just reading what, what, uh, box office Mojo says that Morbius. Are you sure you've got the right movie? Morbius, yeah, with the with the dude and Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> Morbius Ooh. was the most movie ever. I made a more billion dollars. More than a billion dollars. Made more billions. So are you in on this movie or are you out? Out. Out. I don't know that I would watch it in the theaters. <laughs> But I may tell Sony that if they re-release it, I will watch it in the theaters and then still not go. That's my plan. I think that's my plan. And I'm going to stick with it is I will not watch it, but tell them that I accidentally missed it because I had the wrong date on my calendar. And then if they re-release it, I will go see it, but then also not see that. I think that's the plan. Does that sound solid? One fact about Morbius, there is a part two in the making. No, that's all memes. They're, they're not actually making it. There's a there's a whole video. I don't know if we showed this on, on the uh, podcast before, but there's a, 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 maybe it's Instagram of Jared Leto reading, <laughs> reading the script for Morbius 2. And it says, it says the title of it, working title is It's Morbin Time. So I don't think anyone's going to risk losing that much money by making another Morbius movie. <laughs> So I don't even think I made it through Morbius. I think I, t I always tell the story that I tried to watch it seven times and fell asleep oh, all yeah, seven yeah, times. Yeah. <clears throat> it's good for helping you to go to sleep. Yeah, I know someone recommended a movie that, that a couple nights ago. Oh, what the killer? And you you never finished it, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. You I did watch it. Son of a bitch. But <laughs> well, that makes it well. Speaking of the killer, let's move on. We're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to the reviews. His bad reviews are sinking me business. That's right. That's what our reviews does. Our bad reviews sink your business, sink your business and mine. I'm trying to think. I don't remember what I reviewed, so I'm gonna attempt to guess here. I'm gonna try Oni Musha first because. 
Apparently, nobody cares about that. They all care about Blue-Eyed Samurai. Onimusha got overshadowed by... I guess, well, technically it's better because Blue-Eyed Samurai is is so far pretty incredible. I'm not going to lie. I will review that next week. It's uh, another animated feature, but it's on Netflix, and it's written by the people who wrote... um, They wrote Logan, and I think they wrote uh blade runner whatever that is 2045 where there's flying cars and there's no way we're gonna have flying cars by 2045 because we still don't have flying cars today and we were promised that like 100 years ago anyway we do have flying cars yeah but it's not practical yeah they were like get back to the future they said by 2020 we'd all be flying deloreans man where's my flying delorean i want it i need it uh so onimusha is a Video game adaptation. It's an adaptation of an awesome, awesome 90s game, I think, that I used to play that's kind of like a Resident Evil, but you hack and slash your way through and collect demon souls and get super powerful. The tomato meter has it at 100% on the critic side. Oh, I'm shocked at that. And then 78% on the audience side, which I think is a little low. What's that? What did you say, Doc? Nothing. Okay. Are you yelling at someone or something? No, no. I would just open the container and didn't want to hear the loud pop. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, with a demonic soul-consuming weapon in his hand, a legendary swordsman and his samurai brotherhood struggle to defeat a bloodthirsty zombie uprising. I liked it. It was fun. It's not amazing. The animation's pretty good. It's kind of like computer-generated, so it's not like, uh, you know... What, what people are looking for, like hand drawn or anything like that. Um, it's got some real cool moments. It's only eight episodes or about 20 to 30 minutes each. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not really clickbaity. Like there's no sequel bait or anything. It's just, it's telling its little story. If you like Onimusha from the past and you want to watch it, watch it. If you like anime, especially samurai stuff where they're fighting demons, check it out. It's not as good as demon slayer, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's fine. It's good. I'd give it like a solid B, B minus. It's, it's not terrible. It's not great. I recommend it. Not going to spend a ton of time on this one. Uh, what do we look at next? What do you think? We have either The Killer, The Marvels. Let's do the TV shows first. Let's look at Loki. Let's get Loki, Loki. Loki on Disney Plus. I hated the first season and I still hate. I don't hate it. You know, I think it's one of those like hit or misses. So what were you going to say, Doc? I said hate is a strong word. Oh, I hate. I hate. Uh-oh. Um, trust they have more than I know. Ron's talking about aliens. We, we've tried to do some alien specials here. We try to keep the truth out there. The first season of Loki was 92% fresh and 90% on the on the critic score, 90% on the audience score and I didn't like it. I saw it was the beginning and the end of of Disney Plus, but it was the most watched Disney Plus show. I think it had a million and a half viewers and uh it was by far the biggest hit that they had. But I felt that the quality of the show was going to go down and I was not a big fan of Kang. <laughs> Season two comes out and it's 82% critics, 81% fans. The biggest problem with the show, in my opinion, 
<laughs> what? Uh, yeah, that yeah, Loki. Loki could was also like uh, anything. I think Loki was like could be whatever Loki wanted to be, whether it was a chick or like a bull or whatever they wanted wanted to do. I think what they were just doing is what the comic books did, which was bastardize various uh, mythologies and made their own stories around them because Thor is also not the same Thor. They also skip like the, you know, there's a whole missing part about Balder and what mistletoe means and all that thing. Like there's a whole lot going on there that they don't really, they don't really know that they're just like, yeah, whatever. It's like they took the story and we're like, yeah, we could do better than this. But that's what those those guys were, you know, drinking cocaine with their Coca-Cola cocaine and, you know, popping methamphetamines like Stanley and all those guys. They're like, yeah, I got a story for you. Let's go with this. What a Thor drops his hammer and he's got lightning. He's a big, what a big dude. And he's got his brother. Yeah. You know. So anyway, um, Loki's dizzying, dazzling season two may rely on sleight of hand to distract from its slightly less satisfying storyline. But the end result still contains enough of that old Marvel magic to entertain. I think what happens is it has a very, very strong ending, which kind of rewrites Loki's uh, story. But at the same time, does not. It makes all of the episodes that you previously watched invalid and useless. So to me, I'm like, why did I watch this? Especially if Kang's is going nowhere. I mean, Kang's is barely even in it. So I think he's in like three episodes and then uh, they decide to, uh, I don't want to spoil it too much. Although does anybody care? So there's like a big split. It's kind of like the Ahsoka thing. It's the Ahsoka phenomenon. The people who really are stands for this kind of stuff really liked it. And then everybody else was like, this sucks and is boring. I will say I am a big, big fan of Quang Chi. What's his name? Uh, Who's the other actor that's in this that I like a lot? He's short round and he doesn't even get any credit in this. Huang Chi K? What the heck's his name there? Uh, Doc. What's the, uh, what's the, who's the, who's the guy who, uh, who starred? He was in um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. He played a little kid and he hasn't been acting for a lot of years, but he was in this and his name is Huang Chi K. He was in everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't, I, I can't remember the guy's actual name. You're not going to be able to pronounce it either. So I, I'm not sure why I'm asking you, but she Quang Chi K or something like that. Hey, it's Mark D. Look at that. What up doc? What up? What up Mark D? Uh, good to see you, my friend. Um, so I don't know. I think Loki is, it's like one of those, I will say that from the ratings that half Loki lost half of its audience. So Disney plus is in big, big trouble. So I don't know what they're going to make of any of this. Um, oh, look, it's knuckles. <laughs> Everybody decided to jump on. Thank you, fellas. I appreciate you. Guha, guha to you all. Let's, oh, let's move on from Loki and let's go to. Uh, do I recommend it? I guess I'm going to say no. It's a waste of your time. I will. Uh, you can see Quang Chi K in something else that's much better, which is everything everywhere all at once, which I do recommend. So here's the killer and the killer is starring Michael Fassbender. And uh, it this is interesting. This is very interesting. This is a David Fincher film. And for those of you who don't know who David Fincher are, shame on you. He is 
the director of such films as Seven and Fight Club. You know those. You love those. This is a good-looking film, but not as good as David Fincher needs to make. It's not quite... It's a Netflix film, and it's not quite... uh, It's above the quality of a Netflix film, but not good enough to be even in David Fincher's top five movies, which is kind of disappointing. I did like it, though. It's 85% with the critics, 61% with the audience. I think the audience didn't like the end and didn't like the... uh, there's not a ton of action in this critic consensus says the killer finds director David Fincher on firm footing with a stylish and engaging thriller that proves the perfect match for leading man, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender was pretty good. Audience says the killer will be a hit with Fincher fans, although others might find it a little dull or even pretentious. I think that's fair. It's definitely not a 61%. I would give it like a B minus. I do recommend it, but it's it's not going to be for everybody. That's for sure. Uh, people did not like the ending. Some people were very bored. Doc fell asleep. What a waste of my time. What you fell asleep, correct? I did, but it was interesting the fact that I didn't know Nine Inch Nails. Three of them could kill a man in seconds. Oh, well, you know what's interesting about that? Speaking of Nine Inch Nails, did you know that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the music for that? Two members of Nine Inch Nails, although it's really just Trent Reznor. But they've won several Oscars. You may know them from, besides from Nine Inch Nails, they won Academy Awards for The Social Network. And uh, they were also in the most recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. They did all of the, um, they did the music for that too. I don't think that they added a ton to it. I thought they were okay in this one. It wasn't as intense, like it wasn't as good as some of the other projects they've done. So maybe that's why I wasn't that excited about it. I'm pretty sure Nine Inch Nails is also in seven, like some of the music there. So yeah. Oh, Oh boy. Uh, the main problem with this movie is the main character. He has some, he has no redeeming qualities at all. He is reprehensible. That's kind of the point. You're not supposed to be cheering for a killer. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that, that's kind of, it's kind of like fight club. Like you, you're not really supposed to cheer for Tyler Durden. So apparently these people who are critics are, are not familiar with David Fincher films. David Fincher films are always different. He uh, also did Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which deserved a sequel but never got it. So I'm a little disappointed in that. But I do like to see David Fincher. He's one of my favorite directors of all time. I'm sure you like Fight Club, right, Doc? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fight oh, Club yeah. is a, is a awesome, awesome movie that many, many people like. And Seven is also a classic, right? You've seen Seven, I assume? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? You know, starring Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt about the serial killer. Kevin Spacey's in it. Brad Pitt. You've never seen to... Seven? Well, no, no. I was trying to think of a name when you asked me that. Oh, well, I was thinking about Fight Club. Well, that's why I'm the professional reviewer here, Doc. I know, I know what things are. <laughs> that's why right. I do this, right? Brooke nervous no worries buddy no worries you're all good uh we're gonna move to our last one and this one is the most uh controversial flabbergasting un i no one knows 
No one knows what happened here. The Marvels. Let's see what it's at right now. This is beyond... Okay, so clearly someone paid for reviews. And we know Marvel got caught doing this before. Uh, Insult Investor uh, didn't see seven and doesn't... You don't like serial killer stuff. You don't know why anyone does. Well, okay. So here, let me describe something to you, Insult Investor. Um... I would recommend The Killer. If you like David Fincher at all, you'll like it. It's not the best movie he's ever done, but you'll like it. So you know how a lot of people like The Goodfellas and they like The Godfather and they like Scarface and movies like that? I am not a fan of gangster movies, and I'll explain why. Because many people say that The Godfather is the greatest movie ever made. And other people may say Scarface is the greatest movie ever made. Casino and all those movies. I you don't like those either. But but it'll make it'll you'll understand my point. I, I think it'll make sense to you. What I what I see in those type of movies is I see criminals killing criminals. And I do and I feel like if you're in the criminal world, right? If you commit crimes, you're assuming the risk that you may be when you're caught up in that, that you may die. And when criminals kill criminals, I don't really care because it's irrelevant to me. And I think that's what the appeal of something like breaking bad is where you have someone who's a normal person who converts to criminality, right? Who so long might have some sort of redeeming qualities who slowly converts to a criminal, right? So let's talk about a serial killer stuff. Cause I actually like serial killer stuff. And the reason why I like serial killer stuff is because I think that innocent, that, you know, the the serial killer inflicts themselves on innocent victims and there's some sort of like sympathy and apathy that I, or not apathy, sympathy or sympathetic, you know, like I feel for those victims. Like I understand where they're coming. Like, you know, it, 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 there's an emotion there. You feel bad for them because they did not choose to be in that position or place themselves into it. So I think that that is why I like serial killer movies, but I don't like gangster movies but i understand like people love sopranos they think it's the greatest show that was ever made i'm not a big i've never watched the sopranos don't care not interested but i understand why people like it i get it i it's just not for me that's why we all have personal taste right well and that's where insult investor your personal experiences have flavored what type of movies you like you like sci-fi which i think is Totally cool. And I think when I'm, I I have to review things. I try to review them from like a neutral perspective, even though I personally don't like The Godfather and I personally don't really care about Sopranos. I can appreciate them for the directing or the cinematography or the way the story is written. So I try to remove myself from that. So that way I can kind of have, you know, at least a neutral position when I try to review things versus, you know, if I had a choice, I I would never watch a single gangster movie ever. I mean, like Goodfellas, I can appreciate that movie. The acting in it is very good. I just don't care about any of the characters. So for me to become emotionally attached to them, it's more like I'm just analyzing the dialogue and the way that the film is is shot and the the proper writing. So <laughs> if I can find you a movie where no one dies, but it's not a romance, I'll check it out. Let me ask you, have you seen Tremors? And do you like Tremors? Tremors is one of my all-time favorite movies, so I'd be curious. 
there you go. Ron Cold, in his opinion, the best film ever made is Field of Dreams starring Kevin Costner. I, I think agree. that's absolutely a top, top shelf movie. In fact, another movie that I think is one of the best of all time, and some people don't agree with this, but Citizen Kane, uh, a lot of people by today's standards would find it boring, but nobody dies in it except for the lead character, and he only dies of old age. What's What did you say? What did you say, Doc? Bad not included. What? Batteries not included. Oh, batteries not included. Yeah, that's an old classic. I don't know if the if the if it holds up to today's standards. But again, I like the flight of the navigator too. People no, do die movie. in Tremors, so I, I it does not. But it, it <laughs> I think that's a good movie. Nobody dies in the original TMNT movie. A lot of people really like the original uh, TMNT. Batteries not included was a great movie at the time. I don't know if it holds up now. So it, that's a tricky one. But yeah, it's the same thing. Like some people are junkies for uh, what kind of movies? The uh, like like the uh, disaster movies, right? What The Rock did a disaster movie, the earthquake, the San Andreas movie, and I. Oh man, what a piece of like I, you know I'm just not into those type of movies. Or what was it, 2023? Or what was it? You you remember the the movie with. Uh, I don't know one where the where the world ended and John Cusack plays John Cusack while the world ends. Don't, I, I'm not a big fan of those, but some people like them. You know, I think it just depends. Gen, Gen Zero would be a good movie if I understood what was going on. 2020. Who lost video? Did I lose video? Did you lose video? I think we're still going. We're still talking, as far as I can tell. Here, I can see you. All right, that's good. That's good. You made me nervous there for a second, it's old investor. He probably got his uh, Starlink internet connection. <laughs> his Starlink, uh, his Starlink connection got 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 nabbed. So okay, I don't know what my point was on that totally far tangent, and but I do think that you guys picked out some some good movies. I especially Field of Dreams. Like, there's a lot to that movie. In fact, when they did the Field of Dreams uh, baseball game, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, that was pretty interesting, right? Uh, Skynet. <laughs> He's got Skynet. My bad. My apologies. Uh, but we did catch. Uh, here's what's interesting about the Marvels. Let's just talk about them briefly, because because I think this is one of those movies that's so bad it's good, right? Uh, sixty-two percent with the critics. It's eighty-four percent with the audience, but it only has a thousand verified views right or a thousand verified reviews i suspect those are bought all audience at 10,000 reviews has it 71% it's definitely worse than the killer this is not a good movie it's 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 barely coherent there's nothing to it, it doesn't make it doesn't make a ton of sense like the whole thing is is it, it, it just the, the the premises of it don't work a lot. I've I've listened to a lot of reviews on it. A lot of people are very interested. They like Aman Vellani, who plays Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, but no one has anything good to say about Tayona Paris, who I actually think is a good actress. And Brie Larson kind of gets gets baked in this. They even had to bring out her cookies. She had to bring out her chesticles. She wears like this like halter top that and shows a lot of skin in this because they were like, we need to bring in more people. I do want to point out 
Did they make the lead villain, who's the most forgettable lead villain ever? I don't even know what her name is, and I'm even looking at it now. Her name is Darben, and I just forgot what it was. Zowie Ashton. I just need to point this out. They gave her grills, right? This chick, the reason why she got this job, she's she's engaged or has kids with uh, Tom Hiddleston. That's how she got the job. Nepotism at his best. You know what I'm saying? So it's made more internationally than it has in the stateside. Correct. It debuted to what? 47.1 or something like that in domestically in North America, which is less than even the incredible Hulk from uh, what year did that come out? 2012, the same year that um, Iron Man came out. 2008. 2008. Is that when it came out? Yeah, you're right. 2008, right? Same year as Iron Man. It came out almost like a month after or before Iron Man. Right? Is that when that came out? I'm looking. Hold on. Oh, okay. Well, let me know. Let me know. Was it Iron oh, that was- Iron Man Iron- and The Incredible Hulk came out at the same time. The Incredible yeah, Hulk. April 14, 2008. 2008. Okay. Thank you for fact-checking me, Doc. So it made, and that's not even adjust. So that came out like 15 years ago and is not even adjusted for inflation. So this is a giant bomb. I want to read you the critic consensus and what the audience says. This is ridiculous. Funny, refreshingly brief. It's an hour and 39 minutes and elevated by the chemistry of its three roles. There was no, no chemistry there. The Marvels is easy to enjoy in the moment, despite its cluttered story and jumbled tonal shifts. Audience says, fun characters and an entertaining, fast-paced story make the Marvels an enjoyable addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, except for the fact that this in China, this is called the Mar- uh, Captain Marvel 2. Did you know that? So in China, they're like, oh, they won't recognize this unless we call it Captain Marvel 2 because... They don't have Disney Plus in China, so they didn't have to do any homework for this because in order to understand the show, you had to have watched WandaVision and you had to have watched uh, Miss Marvel to understand it. Now, Secret Wars was supposed to be tied into this. It was not at all. They seem to have forgotten that Secret Wars was a thing. So I don't even like, it doesn't make any uh, sense the the villain is super duper paper thin. Absolutely nothing there. They went heavy on the stupid cat things, the cats that eat people. It, the whole thing is just kind of garbage. It was uh, reshot. There was a bunch of reshoots, and it was edited. You can tell it was chopped down to pieces. There's there, there's a possibility of a good story in here, but it just does not work. Yes, insult investor. I agree that the, the 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 score is a lie, which we know that. But this is why we do this. Is why we look at tomato, Rotten Tomatoes. Marvel got caught buying these these movies. Um, and if you were suit, and I'm going to spoil one thing about this because that noob noob's poor. What? So that's why noob noob's poor. Oh, because he's been buying reviews. If only we could get paid to do positive reviews for things, but maybe I, I talk, I talk too much. I talk too much smack. In fact, I got yelled at by my 10 second, one of my 10 second reviews on this. They, somebody was like, dude, you need to stop ranting about these things. And I'm like, if I don't do it, then at least 10 other people will do it. 
Except I think I have slightly different opinions on things. I am not a carbon copy of uh, Nerdrotic and um, those other guys. I think I have other things to say. I found I found Amon Valali. I found Miss Marvel, Amon Valali. What the hell's her name? I keep mispronouncing it. Amon Valani. I found her. Uh, she kept screaming, and I found it to be extremely irritating. She's like, I don't need that from her. Like you would think if you've literally watched people die in front of you, you would stop screaming every time you heard something, but apparently not. She just keeps screaming through the whole thing. It's kind of annoying, but what I do recommend is that you catch this on Disney plus, because if you get to watch how bad this is, you will laugh. I guarantee you will find this funny because it's so bad. It is funny. Uh, Nick, uh, it's it's unbelievable what they do to the amount of degradation that they have done to Sam Jackson in this Nick Fury is now like he's the he's the new Jake Skywalker he might as well as be Jake Fury because he's the butt every single line he says is is a joke he's the butt of every joke he needs to have a 15 year old girl save him with her stupid light powers because he can't handle himself in one-on-one combat anymore because he's ancient. It's ridiculous. Nick Fury, like, come on. I love Sam Jack, but bro, it's time to retire. I know you need more money, man. I'm okay with that, but damn, you're ruining these movies. It's, it's just a thing. I just don't get it. If I told you the cat, there's an entire singing scene in this. Would you believe me? There's a whole song and dance routine in this, and it's not even a good one, and it's not even long enough to justify its existence. It's pretty stupid. So, yeah. I I recommend this for Disney+. Plus. Don't give them money. Yes. Okay, so that's the one spoiler I was going to talk about in Soul Investor. Kids replacing old people is... (laughs) Guess what kids will... (laughs) That's the ending of this movie because there's no stakes in this movie at all. It is the young female Avengers being put together. So if you can imagine, it's Miss Marvel, right? You have Miss Marvel. You have uh, Kate Bishop, who's Hawkeye's replacement. You're probably going to have Katie. What's the annoying girl from Ant-Man Quantumania? His daughter, who's super annoying. She sucks and is is a communist and super annoying. You have She-Hulk. That's four. How many more females can we get in this? The only the only male we're gonna get is is uh uh what, what do they call it? What, what's Falcon's real name? Uh, Soy Wilson. So you're gonna get Soy Wilson. So you have you have five people that no one likes. I feel like there's another female in there somewhere that we're missing. So she's going to assemble the young female investors. <laughs> investors, I'm sorry, insult investors. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the young female Avengers. <laughs> I shouldn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yes, we need Pulp Fiction, Sam Jack. I, I, that's what I, I, it's, it's a shame because I love Samuel Jackson. He's probably one of the most iconic actors of all time. And it's just, He's just phoning it in here. Going to bars and stealing all their resources, maybe. So, yeah, I just I don't see a future for any of these female fronted movies. I just I just don't get it. 
It's just not a thing. You know? Are you looking forward to seeing a young female Avengers movie? Unless it's a unless it's like a gangbang movie or something like that. Yeah, I'll say if you put a couple X's behind that, we'll all watch it. Young Avengers Triple X and Doc's all in. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know. Well, I think no, we're, it's, it's about time. Back, story about the Zawaii. She has one child with them. Oh, she has one. Oh, so, you're, so the lead villain has one child with Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. yeah. And they're engaged since 2019. Oh my. They've been engaged for a while now. <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. They are replacing all of your favorite characters. How does it feel to be old enough to watch all of your favorite things destroyed? That's, I think they said that on Red Letter Media because they destroyed Star Wars. They destroyed Star Trek. They're destroying Marvel. They destroyed Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Like, what else is left to destroy? You leave batteries not included alone. You better leave. <laughs> leave it alone. Leave alone. They haven't gotten to Vol- well, yeah, yeah, they, they got, got the Voltron. Voltron. Did you not watch the, that um, Voltron? Did you not see that animated Voltron? Which I enjoyed. But they had the lead guy had a he had a husband back home. They just they had to do it. They had to throw it in there in the very end that he had a husband. Yep, I love that series. Voltron, the new animated series on Netflix, was fantastic. But the the main dude they had he had to have me protecting his husband at home. No. Oh, they just had to do it. I can't wait till next week when I review Twin Flames for you guys. You have no idea what we're in for when we talk about a new cult I've never heard of. There's literally a cult where they keep you hostage in a Zoom uh, room. You know, when you have a room in Zoom, apparently you could be held hostage in there. I am clearly not smart enough to start a cult where I can start it over Zoom and, and hold people hostage. How is that possible? Yes, we we have forgotten how Netflix is the cuties network. We have forgotten. We need to remind people in Sold Investor. We need to take it back. Take back our Netflix. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I also I wanted to talk about Bill Burr, but I didn't really get to do that. Does anybody have an opinion on that? Did you see that Bill Burr's wife gave uh, ex-president Trump the f- double fingers at the UFC event? Did you see that, Doc? I heard about it, yeah. Do you think that's going to impact Bill Burr's, um, his, his, uh, his career, considering that his last movie, Old Dads, that just came out, was kind of a little bit of a woke mess? Not going to lie. When I reviewed it, I was like, I'm a little confused. He went from being really angry and hating woke people to being like, I could tolerate woke people as long as I shut up. That was what I took from it. <laughs> Trump should have given her flying double dancing bird in return. I don't think he even noticed. Like, I don't think anybody noticed. But for Trump to show up with Tucker Carlson and uh, Dana White and uh, who else did he show up with? I don't know. That was wild. I don't even know what is going on there. Why does he keep going to UFC events? Very busy, especially since Dana White just bought ad space from from Bud Light. What is going on in the world? I I don't understand anymore. Can no no nothing makes any sense anymore. I just I'm I'm lost. I don't have an opinion on certain things anymore. I just I don't understand. 
It's a thing. Money is all that matters. That is true. It's all about the green, baby. But if we keep printing it, we're never going to, it's not going to be worth anything anymore. I don't know. Sorry. Not trying to go off on a tangent here. I just, I wasn't sure what Bill, because a lot of people respect Bill Burr. And Bill Burr is a good comedian. I liked it when he made fun of Philadelphians. It was kind of funny. But now he flies helicopters to work. He's very rich. Do a poll. Do a poll. Do, okay. Uh, I will. I don't know. Okay. Uh, if fine. I should return again on podcast or not. <laughs> Trump can sell all of his gold. Uh, all of his gold toilets. Uh, should Doc replace? Should Doc? Not, well, I mean, come I back. Take, you take can. You're far. definitely okay. Should Doc come back on the show? Yeah. To help. Yes see, or no? Let's see. see. Who let's gives see who Doc some me. love? We started a poll. Oh, but Doc has to eat a spicy gummy bear. That might be funny. If you come on I next did that time, already. I did that already. You got the... I think that's actually something that might be kind of funny is if you come on, but you're just there to eat hot stuff. <laughs> I did that already. Better I, I than did my due diligence. See, but you, I, we can all say that Noob Doob does bring an element of racism to the show that is sorely missing when I'm here by myself. <laughs> so far, it's 100%, Doc. So you did a good job, buddy. You you held it down. You held it down. Even Mark D is giving you the yes. But I think he's probably <laughs> saying that you need to eat a spicy... Uh, Bring you on just for spicy meatballs. I would love to see you fact check things while sp- while it's a spicy while you have a spicy meatball in your mouth. <laughs> Ooh, trying to kill you, boy, huh? He bring you bring an element of weekend and Bernie's. <laughs> Who does uh, Noob Noob or me? Or is are you saying that Noob Noob's just a puff a puppet? He might just be a puppet. He might not be a real human being. It's hard to say. It is hard to say. Um. Anyway, uh, become a member. You too can join and have fun with us. And uh, it's a good time. We appreciate everybody's. I I love seeing Mark Dion. I love seeing Knuckles on. Knuckles has got an amazing trip. I won't tell you where he's going, but he's he's the man. And uh, we've got Insult Investor and Ron Cold and all the usual villains out there. You guys are the killers. You hold it down for us. We appreciate you. <laughs> noob Noob is being forcibly trans transitioned. Uh, transition transitioned. That is that's a fact. That is what's happening. Uh, yeah, that's, you he, know it's illegal to call him transgender. Why? What are we supposed to call him? Just whatever he is. Tran- he, transitioning. She, uh, he's transgenga, as far as I'm concerned. You would support a female? Yes, Nubina. I would support Nubina. I can't wait to talk to you guys about this cult thing that, that this twin flames cult. I think you guys are going to find this hilarious, but either way, uh, we appreciate you guys. It's amazing to have everybody out here. We're starting a community. We're getting our educations. If you're a member, you get some perks. And one of the big perks is hanging out in the show. Just like doc doc. Was this the thrill of your life? Has it made your membership worth it? It better be a yes. Yes, sir. All right. I love it. Love to hear it. We love you guys. But as for us, we are on to the next one.